0: Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hello and welcome to the TMZ Podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton and today I'm joined by Ed Lewis. How are you, Ed? I'm
1: doing great, Charlie.
0: Ed, before we get started today, wanted to let you guys know that TMZ Live, our daily news show hosted by Harvey and Charles, where they like debate and discuss the biggest stories of the day. Well, TMZ Live is now available as a podcast. You can download Teamsy Live, the podcast, on Apple, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Ed, let me tell you why we got you in today, mate. You are the biggest festival goer <laughs> at the office. You love music festivals. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Firefest 2. Right. It's coming back. Billy McFarlane is bringing back Firefest. Also, you don't like talking about Britney Spears, so we're going to talk about Britney Spears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to her when I was a kid.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And finally, You're in our sports department, so you're going to talk about a controversy that is tearing apart the Little League World Series. Ripping it apart. Ripping it apart. What an open that was. Wow. (laughs) Hang on to your hats. (laughs) Firefest 2 is coming back. Remember that old festival, the one that went completely wrong over in the Bahamas somewhere? Uh, There's documentaries about it. Fire fraud, they're called, and other... People hated it. It's the one that Kendall Jenner tried to go to They had the models there. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be these amazing acts and girls in bikinis. It was terrible. It was useless. Uh, So we spoke to Billy McFarlane on TMZ Live. Let's listen to a bit of what he had to say. He's the festival's organizer who's bringing it back. We announced our first pre-sale on Sunday. They sold out very, very quickly. And I think this kind of all comes back to since 2016, FIRE has had 32 billion impressions across social media, which makes us like the most talked about festival in the world. I kind of feel like I'm the pilot of a single engine propeller plane right now flying through the storm where everybody wants to watch. And whether I crash or land, they want to have a front row seat as long as they're safe. So I think if I can kind of create that turbulence, then FIRE Festival too will become a great cultural moment. Have you got your ticket, Ed? (laughs) No. They apparently all sold out real quick. Yeah, the pre-sale. I mean, there are only 100 tickets pre-sale, but people had to buy them without knowing the date, the location... The, the music acts, the artists, yeah. So, so a hundred people were like, "Take my five hundred bucks because I'm willing to gamble."
1: Uh, is it surprising at all, though? I, I don't, I don't find this surprising whatsoever. I mean, I, I, I feel like this is such a historic thing. You mm. know, obviously, given the, the documentaries, it really blew it up to what it is now. But like, if you want to be part of round two of this, even if it's like a bomb, like it's still a unique part of history that you have a chance to be a part of, and. We're not talking $5 million. It's $500 in a weekend. You know what I mean? Look at you, Ed. Look, you spend that money at a bar sometimes, (laughs) you know? You have
0: great nights out, Ed. (laughs) I I, I don't know about that.
1: But uh, but no, it's, it's 500 bucks. You go out there and... At worst, you're at an exotic location and you're part of history, whether it's good or bad. Like, can you imagine what a story you would tell or what a pickup line or what a conversation started that would be? Like, I was at the OG Firefest. I mean, you could talk to somebody for hours what, about that. What sort of
0: girls are you looking to pick up? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Firefest Fest is iconic. It is like, it's a part of culture now. Firefest is invoked in so many... Whenever you see a bad-made cheese sandwich... Fire that's fist. all you talk about. That's all you talk about. It, so it makes sense of bringing it and back. And
1: you have a chance to be a part of it round two. And you know, there's no way it's going to be as bad, right? I mean, it just cannot possibly happen. Like, Do you
0: I kind of hope it is? Like, is that kind and of... And that's
1: the other part of it. So at... at- worst it's a horrific experience and you get the story of man i was part of Firefest too y'all want to hear about it <laughs> yeah. and at best you get this exotic amazing experience what Firefest should have been the kendall jenner's the amazing music i this is the least surprising thing when he came on tmz live yesterday i was like this is i, I i've never been less blown away by something and i i gotta yeah. imagine it succeeds
0: i mean I've, i i absolutely think it will succeed um do you do you remember they did try to do like a Woodstock two one time? I went, do, I do. That went badly, I think. Yeah, but that's a little
1: different, right? Like, a uh,
0: that whole thing was
1: was set up by the people there. I mean, the, the the why Woodstock was so famous was due to the the crowd and the attendance, right? I mean, this be was famous because it was the organizing was such a debacle. Right. I, I remember watching the documentary and people couldn't even like get in their tents to sleep at night, and there was no power to like
0: charge your phone or talk to you know like have lights on. Like, there was no water. They were trying to get water and. The guy who became a famous sort of like internet personality from the documentary, this guy called Andy King. He was the guy who Billy, this organizer guy, he said, "Andy, we need that shipment of water. Go and give that guy oral sex <laughs> to get the water he off said the he truck." Would have done it. Yes, <laughs> and he would have done it. He would have done it. Um, Billy, uh, who just spoke on TMZ Live, he went to prison for nearly four years for his role in uh Firefest. He defrauded. Um, investors of 26 million dollars that was back in 2017 um and he was released last year then he went on to some house arrest type thing or something for a little bit and now he's out and he's ready to do firefest too i agree with you and i think this is going to be a massive success either way but that's and it's again like he spent time
1: in jail over this you know what I mean so like there's no way it happens again right? right like he's not giving up another half a decade of his life you know and obviously be significantly more if this happens again you mm. know so it, it feels very uh, uh, safe in my opinion if you could even call it that given how big of an abomination the first one was <laughs> yeah. but there's no way it happens again you're part of history again it's got to be some sort of uh, majestic experience this time because he's got to make up for double what it was last time so True. I I just, I just don't I don't think there's any way this doesn't work. And again, if it doesn't, what a story. I was part of Firefest 2, Like Right. Really.
0: Next year, you can only go to one music festival, Ed. Like it won't go, be this one. It won't be this one. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, but like, if I was going to a lot of music festivals, maybe you would think about it. You but know? you go to Coachella, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see you in those tents, man. <laughs> <laughs> I see you dancing on people's shoulders and going all crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'd rather go to that one. I think because at least like I know it, you know. But like, if I
0: was, uh, you know, uh, had more time and and more festivals, that was my thing. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, last time. Blink-182 was on the lineup, and the Migos was on the lineup. If they can get both those acts back, I mean, people love them. I agree. I, I And and you,
1: perhaps you get even significantly more now. Because yeah. like he said this, I, I know it's only 100 people, but it's already sold out. There's obviously significant interest in it. Mm. Maybe the money comes in, it's so vast that you can go after some huge, huge name. You know?
0: the, the most important thing that Billy said was just at the top there, where he said, this is the most talked about music festival in the world. Ever, right? ever yeah. it is and so you got to use that brand somehow like either he has a yeah cheese sandwich line or bottled yeah. water line or do firefest again and god knows if it's a massive success there'll be a firefest three four five you know and yeah. so on yeah
1: and again like we talked about you can't even need a cheese sandwich here without somebody being like this is firefest I know. you know so i i just it's it's gotta it's people gotta
0: love work. like a comeback story an right. underdog story firefest is gonna be that
1: i think so too i don't see how this fails
0: On to our next story. Britney potentially has a new man in her life, her dad. Um, you remember her dad was the biggest villain in Britney World. Uh, he was the one who put her under the conservatorship. Um, and that was like, so all the free Britney people hated this guy. Britney hated this guy. It was looking, it looked like there was no coming back. They hate each other so much, they might just be defrosting their relationship um so yeah we talked to jamie about it he's he's happy to you know rekindle with britney and britney now that she's got nobody else in her life seems like she wants her dad back
1: yeah it it makes sense i i i i wasn't obviously super familiar with how it all went down but i i don't see how this again it's similar to the firefest situation i don't see how this uh, a it doesn't make sense for both parties. You know mm. what I mean? Like, uh, this is my father. This is my daughter. She's obviously now alone, right? After the divorce with Sam, she she needs people in her life that can help her, you know, stay on track. And Jamie's had a a history of doing that for her, right? I mean, it's that was basically her whole childhood and the conservatorship, right? He he helped her make decisions, and uh, I, I it makes sense. And then. We reported today that he's uh, suffering from health issues. He's, mm. he's he's not doing so well. He's lost 25 pounds. He's got knee issues. He's going under uh, the knife again soon to clean up some knee things that have caused a significant uh, infection infection yeah. in, in his body. So uh, she's obviously, you know, feeling the 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 need to to reconcile before yeah. it's too late. You know, so it makes sense for both parties, in my opinion.
0: This has been like the first bit of Britney kind of good news and sane sort of like that makes sense sort of news in a little while because even though he was the big villain in her world, he kind of, I mean, he saved her life, putting her under that conservatorship. And yeah, a conservatorship is against the person's will a lot of the time. Like they don't think they need help, but we know they do. And so he placed her under this involuntary, hold and acted as a conservator probably for too long. Probably he should have handed the reins over to a non-biased third party who's completely out of Britney world and just is looking after her affairs. He got too like close to it. It it didn't work out and he stayed around too long and that's when they became like bitter enemies. So the fact that she is now open to reconciling with her dad is an amazing step and, and it's like, it's a good sign that maybe this won't be like spiraling down the drain that some of us feared when she ended things with Sam well yeah i mean that
1: was, that was my question to you is we i know it's been kicked around in the office a little bit of, of is it actually a good thing that she got out of the conservatorship? You know, like, uh, uh, uh does she need, obviously maybe not the whole, the, the, the super constraint of it, but, uh, uh, does she need some sort of guidance? You know and what And support mean? system. Yeah. And a support system. And it seems like Jamie knows what she needs. You know what I mean? Like it, that, that was a successful relationship for a long time, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Britney Spears is the, maybe the most iconic person in the world, you know? Mm. So he obviously did something
0: right at some point in her life. So, right. Uh, it, it it seems to make sense. It does. Sam, for his part, he's moved out, obviously. And he's living in, I mean, I don't know how this makes sense. He's living in a Century City apartment for sixty-five thousand dollars a month, where is this? <laughs> it's Century. But like, what have you
1: even been to Century City? Obviously, a million times. Like, where is a sixty-five thousand dollar? I don't know. Well, apparently, in
0: City. It's in. It's in a building that ha- offers places from ten thousand to sixty-five thousand. So he's got the best apartment in right. whatever building it is. It's probably a penthouse ish type. I don't know, but 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 a. I mean, this is a rhetorical question, but where's he getting that money from?
1: I think we know that one. (laughs) I think we know that one. But also,
0: like, why does he even need this? It's just such a strange move to move. I guess he's just, it's almost like sticking it to Britney again. Like, I'm using your money to get as lavish a place as I can. Uh, She probably wanted him out and probably, you know, negotiated like a handshake agreement. Like, move out right now and I'll pay the la la la. And so he's out, he's like living large in some Century City mansion.
1: But that was my point of the Century City topic. Like it, you don't need $65,000 to be like in, in, in a beautiful place in Century City, right? Like it's not Malibu. It's not Santa Monica. It's it's not some on the beach waterfront. Like it's, no. like, Century, it's not that Century City's bad or whatever, fine. but you could probably take $12,000 and live in some epic place in Century City. You know, it just feels like you said, like kind of twisting the knife a little bit. Like I need 65 grand <laughs> yeah. to live in a one bedroom or a couple bedroom apartment in Century City. Sense. man. Yeah, you could buy a significant amount more.
0: It um, apparently includes a full bar, Rolls Royce valet service, one acre private park, a lap pool. Oh, it says it has ocean views. Well, it's not, it's must probably a it. hundred stories. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah, it must be really high. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, well, I don't know. It, Sam's journey from this point on it interests me. Like, I don't know if he's going to fade into nothingness and we'll never really hear from him again and be like, oh, yeah, remember him? Or, like, this is kind of like his break, so to speak, and he'll be starring in some action film next, you know? Well, did
1: you did you get the vibe through that relationship that he was in it for fame? I I don't know if I ever necessarily did. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm super outsider coming from the sports department, but I, I never got the vibe that this was like, I'm with Britney so I could be, like you said, an action star. But
0: then why is he with her? I mean, in, in all due respect... Well. True, but she she's attractive. She, she I don't know. I, I mean, maybe that was mean. That was mean. That was mean. Um, I, I don't know. I I thought that he must be in it for something because everyone's in relationships for something. But he and was,
1: I, was he ever? I never really remember him in front of the cameras and and in and, you know like uh, hawking paparazzis true, and true. stuff like that. He like, is now. I, I guess, but everybody, but everybody wants to know his side of the story, right? Like, yeah. uh, uh, she's obviously got her side and, and has a much bigger uh, uh, microphone to, to tell hers. Yeah. He that, needs to get in front of they it. They
0: were together for many years, too, before they even got married. So I was like, he stuck around for long enough that you started to think that maybe they were the real deal. And maybe they were, you know? Yeah. Maybe they were. But, you know, now it's very sort of acrimonious. Um, at least they're splitting up their five dogs. Um, Sam gets one of their five dogs, Portia, the Doberman. Britney Spears gets the rest. Australian Shepherd named Sawyer. A Yorkie named Hannah. And we do not know the breeds or names of the other two dogs. They will go without names. Um, So at least they split up their dogs, which is very contentious these days for kids without... With with parents without kids, they think their dogs are their kids. On to our last story. Uh, Ed, I mean, I don't know much about baseball. I definitely don't know much about Little League. But you were excited by this Little League World Series story. Um, can you tell me about this kid that went viral? Yeah, it's
1: it's a very unique story. So obviously in in, in baseball, you have a strike zone. Uh, uh, if you throw outside of the strike zone, it's a ball. If you throw in the strike zone, it's a strike. Don't well, you. your strike zone is de- generally determined by your size. Uh, so if I'm crouched down, your strike zone is a little smaller. If I'm 6'8", my strike zone is going to be a lot bigger. You I mean, are 6'8", nearly aren't you? Yeah, I, I, I'm barely. Uh, So anyway, so at the Little League World Series uh, this week, Mexico was facing off against Venezuela. Uh, The second baseman, Santiago Hernandez, kind of appeared to develop some sort of strategy to maybe try to steal strikes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he gets down in the batter's box and he is basically butt to dirt, like squatting. Mm. Like he is he's obviously small as is. These are 12 year old, 13 year olds in Little League World Series. And he is down as Pasa, as far as possible that you can be. And hes it's an attempt to take a strike, right? Because if I'm this tall, if I'm you know just a foot off the ground, you got to imagine the guy's got to throw a strike. Well, the guy throws a strike to a normal batter, and the umpire calls it a strike. And it turns out in Little League World Series rules, and maybe in all of baseball, I'm not really too familiar how the MLB and all of it works. They're not sort of a general rule, but Little League for its part says if you are taking a normal practice swing, that is where your uh, strike zone is. It's not necessarily where you're standing before you take the 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 swing. So, anyway... This is the
0: story that excited you, Ed. This is the story that excited it, you, really? The whole point
1: here... You're ruining the listen, podcast. Listen, Charlie, listen. <laughs> listen the, the whole point here is this kid worked his entire young life this to get to this kid. point yeah. and he's trying to steal a strike in the <laughs> world series it's so controversial why would you why would you get there to this
0: point and then try to cheat the system just go up there and swing the bat i don't get it and i don't want to get it like <laughs> it's not interesting to me it's not interesting to anyone listening anyways the
1: whole point is karma came back around to him and it was called a strike so he had to you know give the gig up and to his credit the Mexico one anyway
0: okay well I mean Little League World Series still going on so if you guys want to catch it ESPN 4 like what is it on it's
1: actually a big deal it's on ESPN 1 oh wow okay maybe
0: I'm the idiot okay well thank you very much for coming in and telling us about that amazing story Ed of
1: course Charlie anytime
0: and we'll see you guys here tomorrow bye